Hey everybody, I'm Aspen Ross. Welcome to my podcast, All Things 1960s, where we cover all topics of the time period. In literature, we will be discussing some of the most influential novels of the 1960s, as well as the events that they were inspired by. On the topic of values, we will dive into counterculture and hippies. We will also be discussing some major events of the 60s, such as the Black Power Movement related to the Civil Rights Movement. Going over pop culture, we will talk about fashion and slang. In entertainment, we will go over some of the most popular television shows and movies. If you are interested in getting to know the 1960s inside and out, please stay tuned for the next and following episode. Alright, that's all we have time for today, and we'll see you next time. Welcome back to another episode of All Things 1960s. Today, we're going to be talking about the most popular literature of the time period. Now, the era offered many new authors, meaning loads of new literature. Some of the most influential and important works of the time would include To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee, Silent Spring by Rachel Carson, and Rolling Stone by Jan Wenner. Some literature at the time was culturally and politically driven, while others were just for fun. Harper Lee's novel brings up ideas of racism and human rights surrounding the story of a black man who was falsely accused of sexually assaulting a white woman. Atticus Finch, a father of two, is Tom Robinson's lawyer in court as they fight for justice to prove his innocence. In the end, Tom was sentenced to be executed, and as he attempts to escape the prison, he is shot in the back 17 times. This book was widely liked at the time and later became quite controversial due to the presence of racially charged language. Moving on to Silent Spring, Rachel Carson sparks the environmental movement. This scientifically driven book brings light to the damaging effects of chemicals like pesticides used in agriculture. The book eventually raised many questions, forcing the president's science advisory committee to examine the issues discussed. Paul Taylor states that as a result of this, DDT, an agricultural chemical, was closely supervised but eventually banned. Now for Rolling Stone, the first ever rock and roll magazine, first issued November 9th, 1967. This work discussed the youth movement during the time period. The magazine also includes popular television shows as well as popular music and actors targeted towards the interest of younger readers. This work is still widely popular for many Americans today, the 1960s offered a literature movement where counterculture was the main theme. This included a variety of poets and literary artists who focused the majority of their writing on political issues at the time. This would have included the civil rights movement as well as ideologies of distinguishing war and changing the way Americans live their lives. The literature of 1960s reflected major events happening during the time period and was truly representative of issues that are still being dealt with and discussed today. Alright, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Welcome back to another episode of All Things 1960s. Today we're going to be talking about the values and beliefs from this time period. A big concept would be counterculture, an ideology of young people as a rejection towards their 
what their parents had done. They believe this was the wrong way to live. A large part of counterculture movement was anti-war protests and civil rights movements. These young people were oftentimes known as bohemians or hippies and sometimes flower children due to their belief in world peace. Counterculture actually originates from the 1940s and 50s movement called the Beat Generation. The Beat Generation was made up of people with similar ideas concerning rules. They rejected traditional culture. Some of the most respected and famous members of the Beat Generation were actually writers. This would include Jack Kerouac, William S. Burroughs, and Allen Ginsberg. Because these people, counterculture became possible. This brought about many great works of art, may it be literature, music, or actual artwork. A very popular band from this time was the Beatles, who were a rock band from 1960 to 1970. Music is a huge part of the hippie lifestyle. Bringing us to the next topic of discussion, the Summer of Love. This is where thousands of young people flocked to the small neighborhood of Hyatt-Ashbury in San Francisco, looking to become part of this new movement and culture or way of life. The Summer of Love was one of the largest and most publicized hippie gatherings in the nation's history. In addition to musical performances and celebrations, free medical and social services were provided for attendees. Many mainstream Americans were introduced to the hippie movement through this event, which featured many highlights of the subculture, such as rock music and drug experimentation. Another large gathering is known as Woodstock. In August 1969, there were three days of music and peace. This became the event that defined the counterculture. 50,000 people were expected to attend and 400,000 showed up, nearly five times as many as a summer of love. Despite the peacefulness of the gathering, the governor was considering sending in the National Guard because it was believed to be a danger to the community. However, this was a place of peace and acceptance where people felt they could be who they were without fear of someone judging them. The impacts of counterculture live on today when Americans realize they could relax and not have to conform to a certain way of life. Alright, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next time. Welcome back to another episode of All Things 1960s. Today we're going to be talking about major events that occurred during the 60s. Throughout American history, blacks had suffered due to discrimination and racism. Although the country was progressing towards unity, colored people struggled while living in social injustice and inequality during this time period. Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, the Black Panther Party, and other individuals inspired African Americans to reform the country through the civil rights movement. King advised nonviolent resistance such as marches and boycotts as a form to advocate for equal rights and to end segregation. The Black Power Movement described that by the mid-1960s, U.S. laws permitting racial discrimination had been abolished, but African Americans in the United States continued to experience racism. During the 1960s, the Nation of Islam began to grow. The Nation of Islam combined Islamic teachings and the ideas of Black Power and Black nationalism. As the group grew and people began to following, among them was Malcolm X. Although many agree with King's approach to the movement, others supported Malcolm and his methods of violent resistance and black nationalism. He eventually left the Nation of Islam in 1964 and established the Organization of Afro-American Unity. The following year, Malcolm X was assassinated by black Muslims, but his ideas persisted to influence the black power movement. 
In Oakland, California, Huey Newton and Bobby Seale initiated the Black Panther Party in 1966. The party focused on improving housing, proper education for African Americans, and better jobs. It created a form of protection from police brutality, but it eventually developed into a revolutionary socialist organization. The Black Panthers were recognized for intimidating people, engaging in gunfights with the people and with the police, and threatened violence. Yet they also held the community by providing free medical clinics, self-defense classes, breakfast for children, and drug rehabilitation programs. Although the group supported the community, the FBI viewed them as a threat to American democracy. Many black activists were killed or jailed because of the conflict between the two groups. Racial discrimination caused black power to break into rioting, looting, burning, and street fighting. These events would be known as the Long Hot Summer of 1967. In the April of 1987, King was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee. His death created more violence in many cities. However, this helped the black power movement as many African-American activists accepted radical views. The Black Panther movement was a great influence for for African-Americans across the nation, and it also impacted the field of sports during the 1968 Summer Olympics. African-American athletes Tommy Smith and John Carlos stood on the podium with their medals and raised their back their black gloved fist as a way to protest against racism. The crowd booed and they ended up being suspended by the U.S. team. That's about all I have for you guys today. I hope you had fun and we'll see you next time. Welcome back to another episode of All Things 1960s. Today we're going to be talking about the pop culture, the slang and fashion of the time. Starting off with slang, because of counterculture, the term hippie became quite popular. It was used to describe people who rejected the mainstream values and lived in a minimalist life. They believed in world peace and held anti-war protests. A stereotypical hippie would wear their hair long regardless of gender, and they often had on loose clothing layered with beaded jewelry and headbands or flower crowns. Some would use paint on their faces or body and even clothes, but for the most part, they kept it all pretty natural. Speaking of hippies, they would often say things like far out while talking about something that was exciting to them or groovy was used to explain something that was cool or had a good vibe to it like music or artwork. Now on to fashion of the 1960s, if you fell into the category of people who weren't hippies. This was a time of transition in everything, including fashion. Jacqueline Kennedy set the standard of a very simple and conservative dress suit. However, because there was such a cultural shift, that means that fashion trends also changed dramatically. Clothing at this time was more exciting than ever. Around 1964, young designer Mary Quant became increasingly popular with her mod look that was quite successful in London. This look consisted of a more materialistic ideology where clothes were cheaply made so that wardrobes could change more frequently with the trends. Some of these trends were mini skirts, brightly colored shift dresses, dark eye makeup, wild ties, blouses, and stockings. Men had started to take more interest in their, in their hairstyles and clothing choices. They oftentimes would experiment more with bright colors and crazy patterns. Men would also pass on going to the barbershop and decided to go with a styling salon instead. Most men were actually trying to grow their hair out longer. 
because of a change in manufacturing and production of clothing, more experimentation for men and women meant that they had more choices for fashion. Predominantly, this was important for women to have freedom to express themselves in their clothing choice. A huge part of the women's fashion revolution was pants. Pants had just previously been worn at home and in sports for quite some time now. The 60s offered designers who pushed to have more high-end and stylish pants for women. These were made for showing off and going out on the town and parties with friends. Pants were a chance for women to be freed from the once constant requirement of wearing a skirt. Fashion was changed forever in the 60s, although the funky prints and trends may not live on today. The impact and change to be more outgoing and fashion choices implemented by this era will live on forever. And that's going to be all for today. Thank you for watching and we'll see you next time. Welcome back to the final episode of All Things 1960s. Today we're going to be talking about the entertainment of the 60s. We're going to dive right into music, television shows, and movies that were iconic and widely admired. Starting with music, let's talk about the king of rock and roll himself, Elvis Presley, when he topped charts with songs like Are You Lonesome Tonight, It's Now or Never, and Stuck on You. Soundtrack albums also became popular during this time. A few of the most successful ones were The Sound of Music's My Favorite Things in Do Re Mi and West Side Stories, America, and Tonight. Bob Dylan's Blown in the Wind was a protest to some of the established rules of the decade. The Beatles blew up after an appearance on the Ed Sol- Sullivan Show, performing some of their greatest hits like I Want to Hold Your Hand, Can't Buy Me Love, I Feel Fine, She Loves You, and A Hard Day's Night. Some more iconic songs and groups like the Beach Boys, Surfin' and the Monkees, I'm a Believer, and Daydream Believer as well as the classic Respect by Aretha Franklin, are still known widely across the globe today. Now we discuss television shows of the time. Some of the biggest and most popular would be Wagon Train, a show set in the 1800s about travelers of the wagon trail from St. Joseph, Missouri to California. Another popular show would have been The Andy Griffin Show, which brought to life a fictional town, Mayberry. The story was centered around the characters played by Andy Griffin, who played a calm reasonable sheriff and Don Knotts who played his bumbling deputy. The last show we will be talking about is the Beverly Hillbillies, a sitcom about country folk who moved to the city after they struck rich. On to movies. One of the most popular horror films of the time was Psycho. Alfred Hitchcock offered audiences a stabbing scene that has since been declared one of the scariest moments in American film history. The Sound of Music was one of the most popular musicals of time. Julie Andrews starred in the film as a nanny for the Van Trapp family kids after they had tragically lost their mother. As for entertainment for children, Walt Disney's The Jungle Book animation adaptation was quite a hit. Although, alright, I think that's just about wraps up not only this episode, but this whole little series. Thank you for taking the time to dive into the 1960s with me. I hope you enjoyed.